All right, welcome to the Eggcast TFP podcast. <laughs> I just like the Eggcast vibe. Uh, I we were kind of joking about hanging out with Eileen in her egg chairs, and then we sat in them. <laughs> so, moral of the story: if you have the opportunity to sit in an egg, do it. Uh, if you have the opportunity to come hang out with Eileen and do it. Yeah, have a conversation with Eileen in an egg. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's appropriate because, you know, I made this connection when we first talked about these, uh, these egg chairs. One of Eileen's famous sayings in our little circle <laughs> is... Someone being a good egg. Someone being a good egg. <laughs> so, you, and by the way, she said that about you, Owen, and you, Sallow. So... Um, <laughs> I might have said it once or twice about you. I, I say it right back at you. So, um, you know, we were just, we had our TFP meeting. We were in Boulder. Um, obviously, Eileen's one of my very best friends and someone I, you know, look up to and someone that I, you know, hang out with and do life with. And everything started out as a client. And then now she's like literally one of my very best friends. So, um, we were like, let's just go do a podcast with Eileen. Because if you have the opportunity to have a conversation with Eileen. In an egg chair. In an egg chair, you do that. So um, anyway, let's, uh, let's have a little bit of a conversation. All right. Um, two, two directions that I want to go. Okay. Uh, we can either go through the corporate environment that you absolutely love. I might say, okay, what's the other alternative? Um, <laughs> the and and here's here's the thing, and and maybe this is the the route that would be more applicable for people. Um, I was thinking about you with everything that you went through recently with Magnus. Yep. And you're also this thing called a medical doctor. So it's not like mortality is a foreign concept. But yet this one hit so closer to so much closer to home, like For literally. Sure. Um, and so I just I wanted to have a little bit of a conversation about, you know, I often use the scenario if you took everyone that you loved or your family or your close ones and you put them in a birdcage over a pit of lava. Could you do whatever it is that we're talking about then? And then almost everybody says yes. And then I asked the question, why do we always wait for the birdcage over lava? Why do we always have <laughs> such negative things push us into what we could have, should have wanted to do all along? Right. And I think there's some of those decisions and awakenings happening with you. I loved what you said <laughs> when you, you went through this and you realized how, like, like life was impacting and you're just like, you know what? We just saw Taylor Swift. Oh God. I'm going to fly my daughter to LA and we're going to go see Taylor Swift again. Life's too short for <laughs> giving a crap about all that. So I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, mortality, waiting, playing small, playing big, understanding risk. Like what's it all for? All, you know, the little things in life that are easy to have a quick conversation about. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the things that seem little but aren't so little. Exactly. Um, wow, that's unpacking a lot in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And it might make me emotional. Um, I think 
for those of you who don't know, Magnus is one of my son's best friends from childhood, and he was killed in a tragic um, biking accident about two weeks ago, just over two weeks ago. And he was killed um, on the um, diagonal highway just outside of Boulder. And when I got the call that he was at the hospital undergoing surgery, I knew it he wasn't going to make it. And the next few days processing with Connor were challenging, but he did a really good job sort of just talking about how he's feeling. And one of the questions he asked me is like, the next day we went golfing just to kind of have a distraction and to do something that we both loved and be outside and um, not just be thinking about things, but actually be moving our bodies and be able to kind of process through stuff. And I was kind of upset when we were driving to golf. And he's like, mom, are you going to be okay? And I was like, actually, no, I'm not okay. Um, with some of the stuff, it's hard to ever be okay with a 17 year old losing his life in such an unnecessary way. We still don't know exactly what happened, but they think it was distracted driving. So please note to self, get off your phones when you're driving. Um, but the thing that was, I think, from all of this that's come out of it is at the memorial service, three of his cycling coaches. So he was destined to be on the USA cycling team. He was already a member and was gonna graduate from high school three months early, or excuse me, six months early to actually join the USA biking team and start competing internationally more often, but he was already competing internationally. And his coaches talked about with this happening to not be afraid to ride your bike and to not go into your shell and to not just sit around and be sad, um, but to live like Magnus. And for a 17 year old, He'd raced a ton, he traveled the world, and they would say like when he was in the middle of a race, like he'd stick out his tongue and they knew it was like, okay, it's game on. Um, and so the message that they gave at the memorial service, like some of his friends told a lot of mischievous stories about stuff that he had done that I think his parents didn't even know about, like <laughs> the drifting in the snow and stuff with his car. And I asked Connor, I'm like, did you go on a few of those drifting adventures? He's like, not as many as they did. I'm like, I'm glad you went on a few and had fun memories with your friend. Um, but he was definitely another friend told something about him going shopping at Target and she gave like a top 10 list of things that he would approve of. And one of them was, um, go into Target and treat the whole store as if it's your own dressing room. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but the takeaway message was, um, that not to live small, but to live big for him, play game, play the game of life full out. Um, and the takeaway message was ride for Magnus. So ride your bike, do whatever you do big. And Greg and I talked about that a little bit afterwards. And it just, it was a good reminder that, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the day to day and the things that are holding us back because we have so many things that we have to do that are kind of routine. Um, and it's so important to remember in the big picture, sometimes like your comment about the little things, but sometimes the little things are the big things. Um, especially time with your friends and family mm -hmm. and doing things that really light you up from inside. Some of the stuff I'm doing right now yeah. with corporate work <laughs> lights me up a little less. Um, and it it's a good reminder to put things in perspective and figure out what your purpose and what your passion are and to really gravitate, gravitate towards things that awaken you to your true purpose. Yeah. When... 
it's it's so interesting how wide reaching the roots of a life go and i think that's one of the things that started really kind of hitting me and putting it into perspective for me because and you know we've we've had this conversation so many times i remember when you know i was coaching eileen regularly she would she would tell me certain things about her her kids <laughs> and then i'd just be like whatever just do it anyway like and she's like you're not a parent you don't understand so you don't and i i literally was like I, oh i get it i'm so well read and i and it's just it's just so interesting <laughs> because i had no idea just the level of wrongness i was at <laughs> when i was, was like the worst coaching in that moment was happening and, and for whatever reason she gave me grace which i certainly appreciate but the thing that um has happened with for me and and with me being a parent is uh like for instance when we're watching the disney videos now we're no longer the we're no longer the the hero of the story and we're no longer looking at it from the perspective of the kid like we just watched the uh the anastasia movie which is actually a pretty good movie hmm, um I think I've seen it. and you know she gets lost as a, a a young girl and she's really the princess and she gets reunited with her grandmother at the end of it. And Kayla and I are like sitting there crying, <laughs> but we're like thinking about what it would be like to see Conrad again. If he got lost. But we were no longer the young person in the story. We were the, we were the, the authority the figure, figure or the parent or, yeah. or this. And, you know, I never met Magnus and, it, and for anybody who's out there, who's curious is, is full name is Magnus White. Um, there's a GoFundMe to help the family get through this. Um, they had to charter a, a jet because the mom wasn't even here um, just so she could get back in time to say bye. I mean, it was, I was reading some of the stuff and it was just. It's gut-wrenching. It really is. Um, and I was just in, like you were saying, like. Well, and so much of it, it was on CNN and ESPN and BBC and all these like massive news stations. They're talking about this like supreme athlete and I'm like yeah but it's just Magnus the kid who used to sit and eat grilled cheese sandwiches at my kitchen table because he spent lots of nights at my house in his childhood and he's just a kid to me not yeah. this like famous superstar and like you talked about him influencing a lot of different groups like I think at the memorial service there were probably over 500 people there and it was because there was a lot of influence because there were kids that didn't necessarily know him well but yeah. that looked up to him because of what he had accomplished in his young years yeah. um, and what he stood for in Boulder and in the cycling organizations both locally as well as worldwide and you were saying that the dad oh my god the dad and he were like best friends they totally. rode together yeah that was all the like time. their thing yep and I just, it occurred to me, I was sitting there with Kayla and I mean, if you guys really know me, even a little bit, you know what Eileen means to me. So basically if she's hurting, I'm hurting. Like she's literally, I love this woman. And so I was watching, uh, I can't remember what Kayla and I were watching, uh, but we're sitting in my office and then uh, Eileen and I were kind of texting back and forth and Kayla looks over at me and I'm just sobbing. And she's like... She's like, what's going on? And it was when you sent me the first article. Mm. Um, and I tried to read it to her like an idiot. And I got like two Choked sentences up. in. And I just said, can you read this? Then she starts crying. Mm. And then we just thought of if life is 
if your life is a tree, the root system goes so much deeper than I think anyone realizes. Right. So this kid that I never met, I am now sitting there thinking of it from the perspective of a father mm-hmm. and thinking of it like my kid's not even two and I love him that much. What if I had 15 more years of memories? Okay. And you really don't know how and who you affect. And I think to, you know, just honor Magnus's memory. I, I love that the takeaway message kept being, you know, ride for Magnus, you know, move your life, live your life. Play big. Play big. I mean, it was such a great takeaway message for the kids because I think so many of the kids and the parents were really struggling with how do you process this and Mm -hmm. to have it be a takeaway message that felt so incredibly positive instead of like, wow, this just all really sucks. It could be how do you be intentional and make choices in your life that would honor his memory. Yeah. It feels a whole lot more like you can do something good out of the bad that happened instead of just being sad and angry. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, you know, from a coaching perspective, one thing that we talk a lot about is, you know, that I ask my clients all the time is, why does it mean so much? Mm-hmm. Like you have to control the meaning. Right. So like, For instance, if you have someone cut you off in traffic, instead of going and getting mad and flipping the bird and doing all of this stuff, it's like, ask yourself, why did it, why does it mean so much to me that I need to expend so much energy going and being negative to this person? Well, I would say even in this case, like a lot of people are really angry at the girl who hit him or the woman who hit him. She's a 23 year old. um, She's an immigrant to the United States and I don't know the whole story and people really want to know exactly what happened. And the reality is it doesn't really matter exactly what happened because at the end of the day, her life will never be the same. Her life is ruined because she took another life. And being angry at her doesn't serve me. No. And channeling my energy into my son's healing and into supporting Magnus's family is so much more valuable. But I think some people sometimes don't know how to channel their energy. I agree. Yeah. Well, and and, and that's the big thing is, is learning to control the meaning. And I think... You know, because you and I end up playing air traffic control for a lot of people's <laughs> lives. You know, there's so many times where, you know, in our infinite wisdom, we draw these conclusions and we think, oh, this is why they're doing this or this is why they haven't this or this. And we have like, because, you know, we're our construct is we're so than smart. And then <laughs> and then when we find out the truth, we're like, oh, my goodness, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. Right. And that's the case is we attach, that's what humans do in, in a really good way and unfortunately in a really bad way. We attach meanings to everything. Right. You know, like this watch means something to me. This, this, this shirt means something to me. And it's the varying degrees. Like in kind of going back into my most, I can't remember if it was one of my podcasts or my live that I did, but when I, when I called you and I was just like, you know, we just need to hang out because I just, I, just I just want to make memories with my friend. Like, I don't care about business strategy. Well, I care about business strategy, <laughs> to be very clear. I want to I build awesome businesses that make an impact. But it's like, I, I also want to do it with a friend that I know. And that means you have to remember to, like, li- live your life. You have to remember to play big, not just at what you do, but who you are. Well, so to your point, to kind of elaborate on the Taylor Swift story, so the day of the memorial service, Claire goes, 
mom, I really want to go to Taylor Swift on Wednesday night for the last day of the tour. And I was like, this is ridiculous. All right, let's go. <laughs> She's like, really? And I was like, maybe, let me look. And so I started looking at reservations and it was ridiculous, but I ended up being able to make it work. So yeah. I stayed at my friends from medical school's house. Like one of my friends picked me up. We borrowed one of their kids' cars. So I had a place to stay. I was able to use miles for the flights. Yeah. And so the only thing I had to do was pay for the tickets, which were ridiculously expensive. And it is a night she will never forget because Taylor announced her Taylor's version 1989 and there were all these outfit changes and they played one of Claire's favorite songs. For those of you who don't know that she plays two acoustic surprise songs. The second one, was like Claire's favorite song and she was like I can't believe she played anyway it was a really magical night and she'll never forget it and then when I got home I felt bad because Connor didn't get to go and so he ended up getting fitted for golf clubs so there's you know because it means then we're gonna play more golf together and Darn. so yeah <laughs> so some of the decisions that you make when you realize that tomorrow isn't promised and time isn't infinite yeah um that craft a story for your future where you get to spend time with the people that matter the most to you amen um the money doesn't matter it's really the experiences and i think i've i've spent so much time like putting out fires whether they're for other people of other people of my own making you know proxy fires uh <laughs> just stop fires with, let's just jumped. stop with the fires <laughs> yeah and and that's when i just i just realized and that's why like i called you like after the, the Magnus thing and me, like, I had this whole idea of, like, okay, well, we're so seemingly consistent on things that we say matter, like our finances and our business and learning and personal growth and courses. It's just like, are you consistently calling your mom? I had dinner with my parents last night. I, I know you are one of those, but are you consistently hanging out with your friends? Are you consistent? And I was just thinking of, like, all the people that just really matter to me and I'm just like I don't spend nearly enough time with those people and you know some of them like one, one of the things that Kayla said that I thought was great she said I w wish all of our Canadian friends lived closer to us <laughs> and I said well that's a little selfish what about us living closer to, to all them. of our Canadian friends she's like yeah but like then it's even colder I'm like that's fair <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the time of year, but yes. But it, but it's 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 all about it's all about that, and and then so we were just you know thinking, a lot of times we don't we t we take for granted what we have right next to us. It goes back to what I say to people all the time: no one believes the prophet in their backyard. And so it's just like, I have access to you all the time. So why would I just stop by and do a podcast? Because we could just schedule it. Like it's easy, right? And and it goes back. But we to what, don't. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then it's kind of like what Jim Rohn says. He says, you know, I, 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 and I love this because I think everyone can take something away from this lesson. He says, an apple a day keeps the what? Doctor away. And he well, says, Well, you shouldn't then eat an apple a day if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, I guess in your case, that's fair. But he says, he goes, he goes, that's easy enough, right? And he goes, he goes, the saying does not, in fact, say a snicker bar a day. Keep, no, that's not how it gets an apple a day. He goes, the problem is, is that's easy. But it's, if it's easy to do... It's easy not to do. It's easy not to do. Right. And I think that that's the thing. We get into this idea of tomorrow being promised. And, and when you really, truly understand, you've, no one has ever seen tomorrow. We don't even know if it actually exists. 
because we've only ever been in today. But we're glad when we wake up tomorrow. Heck yes, we are <laughs> glad when we wake up. And that's, and that's the thing is just being so much more present in life. Like this morning, I, I, in, I'll use one of your words, I reconnoitered <laughs> my schedule. This is what happens when you really know people. Um, oh, you can dear. use language that only you've heard them use. Um, but uh, just so that I can see Conrad in swimming lessons. Now, do, do I need to go to that? No, Kayla's no. taking it. She's the one getting in the water. And oftentimes, like, yeah, right when he's done. Yeah, it adds joy to your life but every man, time I you have, go. I've got pictures that I can now yeah. send to her. Yeah. I, I'm seeing him, like, today. Like, the first time he was, like, okay in the water. Now he's becoming a little fishy. Like, he's loving it. He went down the slide, and, and he was having fun, like, just splashing into the water. And it's those moments, the, the little moments that are really the big moments. Yep, for sure. And, like, the little moments of, you know, when I first met you at this, this uh, thing down in Castle Rock, it's like, I, I, I wasn't super excited about that. And then you were running into traffic, and you weren't super excited about it. I was raining, and it. I had charts left, and I was like... Why am I going to this dumb thing on a Monday night? And now I now we both know exactly why we went there. <laughs> right. It seemed like a little blip in the radar, but like that night changed both of our lives. For sure. And it's it's <clears throat> those things being open to the idea of your one conversation away from changing your life, being open to the idea of making the decision. Like everyone is a few decisions away from a completely different life. And I think that that's always the most interesting thing. I, I remember when I was in San Diego and I just saw myself from like, like I didn't have a spare tire. I had like, like I was, I was in a Miata and I had a Jeep tire like around my, th my, my, my waist. <laughs> and, uh, and that's the, the thing is I just, I, I, and it was instant. I just made the decision. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. And you know, now we have TFP life, which also guys, this is just as a little side quest. The green superfoods are the best greens I have ever tasted in my entire life. What do you do with them? Do you put them in a smoothie? No, I just literally put water and a shaker. And, and you drink it by itself. Water, shaker, drink it by itself. Okay. It's and, man, delicious. It's the best. And um, everything's made in America, FDA, lab tested, everything. And it's just, when I was making when I was making my transformation or transition, however you want to say it, I, I was doing so much research on all of these things and I just realized, you know, if I'm going to direct things, people to things that I know can help them, I want to really know. Well, and I think the other thing is, you know, each person can do their own individual research, but it takes a lot of energy and effort to figure all that stuff out and all the work and energy and effort that you put into finding yeah. the best, you know, collagen supplement and protein supplement and greens and pre-workout. I'll and tell all you that. right now, there is not a better greens on the market. And then the other thing is a lot of people don't know that there's five different kinds of collagen uh, peptides that you can have. Mm -hmm. And most of the supplements that you take only have two to three of them. Ours have all five, all five. And especially, you know, I'm finding this out. I'm 38. R right when you get to 35, your skin starts doing different things than it used to when you were in your 20s. Take collagen sooner. But I'm I won't know till I'm in my 30s. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, so here's, here's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll end here. Um, you know, 
Eileen and I, we're gonna we're gonna issue challenges to each other, which basically I'm just gonna make a bunch of declarations and so make us. So the other thing I want to add before you say this is okay. there was a meme that I saw recently that kind of is about a lot of this stuff. Is just kind of your example of us meeting down in Castle Rock. There's a meme about how isn't it so cool to think about how you haven't even met all the people that are really gonna love you. Wow. So by opening up your calendar or opening up your ideas and your mind to going to different and new places because yeah. if you and I hadn't met each other like our lives would look really different and like so different oh my what's God. happened in the last three years I literally can't imagine a life without <laughs> Eileen that just feels wrong but if in the last three years we didn't have each other things would look really different I think uh, we've only known each other for four years a little yeah, over four years yeah wow. um but the opportunity that if you keep going to things and you keep meeting new people that you're going to meet people that are super significant in your yeah. life and so just because you're getting older doesn't mean your circle has to shrink exactly it can really grow yeah and a lot of people don't go into that mindset and as they age they think oh well and i like some of the things i've done in the last six months or a year i've met more cool people than i would have ever imagined yeah well okay sorry kind of no 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 sorry i'm just saying you're if you believe in the law of attraction, yep. if Eileen is on the move, she's going to attract awesome people. That's just <laughs> who this woman is. Um, we've been talking about this a lot. So Eileen and I are going to do a course together because um, we've been talking about the fact that, you know, part of our problem is we have We're too freaking busy. Well, two things actually too freaking busy, but there, we have a lot of experience and knowledge. So it's like, there's a lot of times it's just like, okay, where, where do we start? A friend of mine said that she's like, you have a lot of things in your brain. Like we got to channel that somehow. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, but what do we start with first? Yeah. What do we start with first? So, um, so we're going to do a course. The, the big challenge that I'm issuing to Eileen that that I'm like I said we're we're just gonna make a declaration that are we gonna give ourselves a deadline let's do that okay a deadline I'll I'll say by let's see so today is August fourteenth what is let's do November first our course comes out November third we gotta have it be at three November third our course comes out it'll be in the app it's the day before Connor's eighteenth birthday see that's perfect. <laughs> Um, but here's the bigger thing, cause this is my, this is my declaration for you. So I have to create the course. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll create the course together. The course is a you and me thing. I've got something for you. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I've got something for you. So, um, the digital version and no, not AI generated, maybe AI helped a little bit here and there, but the digital version of Eileen's book oh, God. is going to be available before Christmas. Okay. Because this woman needs to get pushed to like, and I'll tell you, once she gets one out, she's going to realize that she's got, she's got 400, but like it's the real Britannica. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the encyclopedia. It's what y'all young folks call Google. <laughs> but she's going to realize that she's got so many things that she, and I, I feel like the, the Genesis book that you put out is going to be the, like the seeds for the next like 30 and the world needs to know more about who you are and experience you, even if it's, you know, 
you call the, the thing notes from a friend and it's just stuff that you wish you would have told yourself five years ago. I don't, I don't care what it is, but I'm telling notes you. Notes from a friend. A, a, so I'm going to come over to your house and do a podcast today and then nationally on the <laughs> podcast, I'm going to hold you accountable to writing a book by Christmas. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nudging a little bit and hey there's like a kick in the pants and there's going to be a great course coming out um i i do have an idea for the course that i think okay. we should do um it's something that i think because i've always said this a lot of people are saying don't do business with friends don't mix business and pleasure i think if you can't do business with your friends you need different friends and I think, or you need to change your thoughts about business. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think doing a whole course on helping people understand through tumultuous things, through the, the state government doing stuff, to career changes, to like everything that happens. It's like, how do you stay on track, and then how do you stay friends and 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 keep that high? Because I think having a course, friends in business, with you know, two high-level people talking about how did they intertwine lives? How did they, you know, not quit? When, like, I love, this kind of goes back to what Jay-Z said, because Jay-Z and Beyonce were getting, and I've quoted this so many times, but they were getting interviewed, and they're like, how did you guys do it? Like, you guys are worth over a billion dollars together now. And he said, the only crazy thing that we did was not quit. Because he said, the life gave us so many reasons to quit. To quit and throw in the towel. And then okay. we found each other and he goes, just so you know, if you think that when we got together and we were already Jay-Z and we were already Beyonce, if you think that life didn't give us still more reasons to quit, you would be wrong. And I think that people need to hear that, like, because when they see things like, you know, us leading by example or moving the needle or this and they're like, oh, well, must be nice. It's easy for you're you. You're a doctor or you're a musician. Yeah. Or like, you're a, yeah. Or like, so my question is like, last three years been pretty easy, right? Piece of cake. <laughs> um, it gave us zero reasons to quit, right? Exactly. Just <laughs> cruised right along. Sarcasm, just to be <laughs> very clear. Um, but I just, I think that that's one of the things that is, is fresh and in some ways still, we're still going through that, you know, the psychology behind friends in business, I think is something that could help people at such an immense level because most of the time you get into business with your friends, but then you make very weird things mean way more than they need to. Mm. And then you blow up the friendship or you blow up the business. Why not make both thrive? Well, I think too, one of the things that you and I talk so much about, and I think it's probably why we were able to get through a lot of this stuff together is because both of us you probably more than me being a perseverance expert, but also just being able to have perspective that it's not going to be like this forever, that you can yeah. keep pushing through stuff and it's going to get better, or at least our plan is that it's going to get better. Yeah. And then if you have to sort of course adjust throughout, because yeah. um, I think some people are so like, this is the way it has to be. There's no... Like, and this is how it's going to happen. <clears throat> well, on the how, like... <laughs> I'm sure Greg would say, like, the beginning of coaching Eileen was all about the how. And I, oh my God. <laughs> and I have definitely got somebody asked me today, how are you going to change all this? And I said, I don't know the how right now. I still need to figure out the what. Um, <laughs> and it's all going to work out. Yeah. So I just have to keep, I, right now I feel like what I need to do over the next couple of weeks for myself is kind of get quiet because yeah. the last six or eight weeks have been yeah. 
nuts. Well, and I, I say this all the time. If, if you want to figure out the how, you got to figure out the who. Yeah. And part of you... Well, I think for you and I, the who is easy. Well, the who is super easy, but even going more introspective, I think, I think for people like, like when the person was, you know, talking to you and saying whatever, and you're like, I, I don't know how, I'm still trying to figure out what, but like, it's going to work out. I don't, I don't have to worry about that. Because I know who I am. Who you are. Right. Exactly. It'll all be fine. And that's the biggest thing. A lot of people who are too focused on the how, yeah. don't, they're not secure in who they are. And once you can get secure in who you are and connect to those things and, you know, having the, like, how many times have one of us called the other one? It's just like, I just, I, I, I need my coach right now. Cause it, and make note, like I started out her coach. Like now we just, we coach each other all the time. Like she's like, <laughs> we, we need each other on like all the levels. And, and it's like one time it's like, I yeah, really, but sometimes it's about parenting. Sometimes yeah. it's about work. Sometimes yeah. it's about. Hey, I, I fell off my bike. What do I do? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's that, it's that, Hey, do like, and we're really good for the most part, but we're really good about telling or asking, okay, am Here's I, what I need. am I putting on my coach hat right now? My friend hat, my mom hat, my doctor hat, my, right. what, wh who do I need? Who do I need to be to you or for you right now? And we've found that in each other. And we were able to see that in each other because when we look in the mirror, we see that in ourselves. We, we know who we need to be for our family, who, we need, who, you, who you needed to be for Connor. Well, and who you need to be for yourself. I think yeah. when you talk about, you know, you know who you are, don't think it's coming from a place of arrogance because that's not no, it. And no, I think no, you no. and I both know that. Exactly. But I think some people from the outside might see it as coming from a place of arrogance, but it's coming from a place of confidence mm -hmm. because confidence. you've done a lot of things where you haven't done it right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you learn from your own mistakes, but it's figuring out, okay, here's the things I'm good at. Yeah. Here's the things I'm not good at and that I need to ask for help. Yep. And having, and I think even being a family practice doctor, it's something I had to learn really early on in medicine. Some people are like, I have to have all the answers to everything. And if I don't, I'm just going to fake it because people think I need to know everything. Well, yeah. I learned very early on because in family medicine, you know, 95% of what walks through the door you can handle. And the 5% that doesn't, you need to know who to send them to. Yeah. But I think knowing what your limitations are and knowing, well, it's like you know, 45. hiring a coach for yeah. the things that you're not good at or yeah. having business partners for the parts. I mean, you talked about very early on that one of the things that's best about us is the things I'm not good at, you are, yeah. and the things you're not good at, I we am. We are a really good yin-yang. Yeah. And so I think, you know, working on your own personal growth to develop into the person that you need to become to have the life that you want and then finding the right people to surround yourself with that can help you in the areas where you have deficits. Yeah, and, and I think identifying the difference between evolution and revolution. Um, revolution, and you know, just to bring this to a close, revolution is, is the birdcage scenario. Revolution is you get the call and your version of Magnus White happens, and it's the call that you don't want. So you can choose to either evolve and be around a supportive community and read books and do different things. You can choose to evolve and constantly take steps forward or you can let life violently shove you into the next version of yourself. And I think Which that's much less desirable. It's much less desirable. So, you know, from mm -hmm. this, you know, conversation, 
don't wait for the birdcage scenario. Don't wait for the phone call. Don't wait for the the divorce to happen the divorce, or the yeah the heart attack. Yeah, because that's when you, you and you've probably seen this so many times as a, a doctor. As a doctor, yep. is you know that's when people make all the decisions. Okay, I'm going to finally get my health in order. I just had a triple bypass. Man, we should have started sooner. And right. you know, you're in Western medicine, and you were the first person to even bring the idea to me of preventative medicine is so much more important than curative medicine. For sure, because it's actually true healthcare as opposed to sick care yeah. when you're treating something after the fact. But I think we call it healthcare, but it's really not. Yeah, and, and that's so working on prevention is way more important. And and that's the in our thoughts, prevent like hire a coach, get your health in order. Get around the community. And just like you said, you know, if you want your version of like friends in business and this kind of relationship, like the only reason, like neither one of us actually wanted to be at that event. But now, if I know now what I, I would have been so excited to go to that event because I'm like, ah, today, today's the day I meet Eileen. <laughs> so you never know when you're going to meet, you're, you're one conversation away from changing your whole life, but you got to be on the move. And you got to be willing to get to the places to have those conversations. And to be vulnerable. And be vulnerable. <laughs> That's And for all you men out there, trust me, you're actually way more, like, vulnerability is a superpower. So don't be, don't be scared to be vulnerable and have the conversation. And you don't have to, like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Like, don't be scared to just raise your hand and be like, I really need help on that subject. No so. question is a dumb question if it leads you to the next stage. Amen. So thank you so much, Eileen, for coming on the, uh, the, the Final Percent podcast in, or the Final Percent egg cast. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of look like pods. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of, this is the new, I need some of these now. Like these are going <laughs> to be at the summit. Um, <laughs> They're but, a little heavy to carry, but. <laughs> but, uh, well, we'll just attach them straight to the ceiling. It'll be great. Um, but, uh one of the one of the things that you know, uh, if you if you found any value in this podcast, share it. Like that's that's the best way. Like we do these things for free, and you know this is just so you know this is what my remarkable said. I didn't know if I was going to have to take any notes or anything. Um, it doesn't say anything. It just says TFP. On it the front. says TFP <laughs> remarkable. It says is sleeping. Um, but you know. I came over here knowing who Eileen is to me and the knowledge that she can share. And, you know, when she sat down, she said, what are we talking about? I said, I don't know. <laughs> and then Sal looked at me and he goes, okay, we're rolling. And then we just started. And we just had a conversation. And so you got you to gotta be in that place to where you can have a conversation. But we do these things for free. We have the, the production value. We have all of these things. So the best way that you can pay it forward is to share this podcast. And that's what we would love for you to do. And if you haven't yet, get on The Final Percent because Owen is working so hard on our website. Get on thefinalpercent.com and sign up for our newsletter so that you can see all the cool things that we've got coming, on, coming down the pipeline. We are in the midst of a really cool growth phase and growth spurt right now. So support us. And the best way for you to support us is literally just share. So thank you so much. I love you more. It's the final percent. The final percent.